All right, so t- tomorrow is uh, Aserba Tevis. Probably we're not going to get, get together, so we'll talk today. Um, this week's Parsha is Parsha's Vayigash. And tomorrow is Aserba Tevis. Aserba Tevis is unique in our calendar. It's the only fast day that can fall out on Friday. More than that, Aserba Tevis is Machlech's Rishayim. The uh, most Rishayim, Rashi, the Rambam, specifically say that if, if a Sarbatavis falls on Shabbos, it has the same din as, let's say, what the Gemara brings by, by Tishabov and, and Shabbat Thomas, that, that you fast, it's Nidchat to Sunday, it's not Sunday. So that, and that's how the Rambam Paskins and Sarbatavis, if, if it would fall on Shabbos, you would fast on Sunday. Our calendar can't fall on Shabbos. But if it would, in the days when they were in Makadish al Piriya, it could have. So he would fast on Sunday. However, the Avud Raham is also a Rishon. It says that if a Sarba Teves would fall on Shabbos, he would fast on Shabbos. Different than Shabbos Patamas, different than any, any other time aside from Yom Kippur, he would actually fast on Shabbos. And the Avud Raham says, it's because the Pasuk says, HaKadosh um, Baruch told Yechaskel, when he spoke about what was going to happen on Sarba Teves, the Sarba Teves was the day that Nebuchadnezzar, the one who destroyed uh, the base of Mikdash, when he conquered Yerushalayim, is the day he laid siege to Yerushalayim, which was three years before the Korban, he laid siege to Yerushalayim. Pasuk says, And just like it says, by Yom Kippur, it says, by So therefore, just like by Yom Kippur, you fast on Shabbos, so to one of the Mepharshim explained that it's not really Xerishava, it's not an actual limud, because uh, Aserbatevis is not... Is, is in the Navi, this is in the Tyra. But, it, but it's, it's sort of just like, just like Yom Kippur is, is connected to that specific day, so is the fast, uh, fast of Aserba Tevis. That's what Abraham says. Most Rishonim disagree. And interestingly, there were, many, there were many that were more machmer in Aserba Tevis than any other Tainus for this reason, because of the Abraham. Um, but we, we pass in Aserba Tevis is the same dinam as, as the other Tainism, but that's because. In, in terms of dinim, it doesn't mean that the other Rishayim sort of disagree with the concept that there was something special about Aserba Tevis, but Lahalacha, there's no difference. But what, so what's special about it? What, what's special about Aserba Tevis? In fact, we see that we fast on Friday, which we don't have in any other fast on Friday, which is sort of indicative, just the way the calendar falls out, carries a certain stringency. But the fact, so what's special about Aserba Tevis? That's one question. But, we, but going back to our to the parsha itself, the parsha says, uh, there's, there's two you can want to point out in the parsha. So in Parsha, Yosef reveals himself to the brothers. He tells them who he is. They go back and they tell Yaakov that Yosef is alive. And then Yaakov is going to come down to Mitzrayim to, to meet Yosef. Pasuk says, when he hears, right after he hears that uh, Yosef is still alive, he goes to, to bring Yaakov Karbanis. He went himself to bring, he went to Beresheva to bring Karbanis. And the Pasuk says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu appeared to Yaakov in the Vua. And he told him, I'm going to protect you. And you go down to Mitzrayim. And I'm, I'm going to protect you in Mitzrayim, and I'm going to bring you out of Mitzrayim. And Rashi says that means he's going to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. And, yeah, and he says, Yosef is going to protect you. So the next Pasuk is an interesting Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Yaakov, Yaakov, Yaakov got up and went from Beersheba. And the Bnei Yisrael, the children of Yisrael, carried Yaakov, their father. So Mepharshim point out, the Pasuk is it's a strange, an oddity in the Pasuk. The Pasuk is referring to Yaakov as Yaakov, but the children are the Bnei Yisrael. If he's Yaakov, they should be the Bnei Yaakov. Even though Yaakov and Yisrael are the same person, they have two names, but if you're referring to him as Yaakov, refer to him as the Bnei Yaakov. If they're Bnei Yisrael, he should be referred to as Yisrael. What's, so, 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 Sforno says, that was, as we say, that, that 
That, so that's one hour. The pasuk. Why? Right. Another one other hour I want to point out is we know the very end between Vayigashem every parsham in the Torah between them there's a, there's a space, but between Vayigashem Vayechi there's no space. And Rashi brings the beginning of Parshas Vayechi. Why? Because since in the Parshas Vayechi um, Yaakov dies, so his nistim weinem v'libam shal Yisrael mitzoras hashibut sheschil l'shabdam. It was the began the eyes Yisrael was sealed up, closed off. The hearts became stuffed up from the different difficulties and the pain of the of the slavery in Mitzrayim. So that's the very first of all, the slavery didn't even start right away. And even after Yaakov died, so the, all the rest of his children died, there was no Shiva Khazatal. So but 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 at the very beginning the 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 Torah makes a point of keeping Vayigash and Vayichi close together to show this point that the 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 Tzar Sashiva began. Highlighting the fact that Tzar Sashiva began and the difficulties that placed on the people. Why at the very beginning? It wasn't even the hardest point of the Sheba. Okay, that's the hardest. Now, so let's let's discuss first of all a little bit about perhaps we'll come back to Vayigash afterwards. Why Sarah Batavis could be worse or more calmer or more stringent or harder than other Tanesa. The Gemara says in Tainus, the Gemara asks, where it brings Rabbi Yechanan said that uh, the Beis Hamikdash, when the Nebuchadnezzar had destroyed the Beis Hamikdash, he set fire to the Beis Hamikdash towards the end of the day on the ninth of Av, and we fast on the ninth of Av for various different tragedies that happened. The destruction of the Beis Hamikdash being the, the, both, but the Mikdash being the main one. So Yechanan said, if I would have been there, I would have said you should fast on the tenth of Av because most of the Beis Hamikdash burnt on the tenth. Except the Chacham said, no, Aschalta de Paranusa Adifa. The beginning of a of a, a Paranus of a bad happening. Is, is more is better to to um, commemorate. What's better about the beginning of a tzara, right? So I think what's better about, about the beginning of a tzara is when you're at the beginning of a tzara, when you get toward and you're at the beginning of the tzara, you have the whole tzara in front of you. There's a tzara starting now, and it's going to continue to be bad for as long as the tzara is going to last. As a matter of fact, in every tzara, there's a point in the tzara where the tide turns, where you where maybe not. While it's happening, do you realize this? But after the fact, in retrospect, you could see that at that, that point there was a turn towards, towards salvation. That doesn't mean, it could actually be that at that point when things turn, things are much worse than when they started, but it's still in the direction where you're headed is a better direction. So the beginning of the tzara, though, is the direction is always up, up, up. You hit the apex, and then you're going to go down. So the aschalta de pranus adif is because when you're doing a retrospective of a tzara, the beginning of the tzara even if it's not so terrible, but that beginning of the Torah is the beginning of a, of a, of a sequence of events of, of a terrible period of time. That's what the Torah is. So it's called the Pranus Adifa, so therefore the Chacham said, even though the Beis HaMikdash was burnt mostly on the 10th of Av, let's commemorate the burning of the 9th of Av, because that's when he set fire to the Beis HaMikdash. And, and once it was set fire, it was going to be destroyed. So that's when the, really the, the beginning, the, that Torah, specific Torah, the burning of the Beis HaMikdash, it was at its it began then, and in the beginning lies the rest of the tzara as well. So, Asar B'Tevis, that we spoke at, in the order of the four Tanesim that commemorate the Chorban Abayas, there's Asar B'Tevis, which is the siege of Yerushalayim, then there's Shabbat Thomas, which was when they broke into Yerushalayim, Tisha B'Av was when they burnt the base of Mikdash, again, this is talking about the first base of Mikdash, and then some Gedalia is when Gedalia was the governor after the Chorban was killed, and everybody was dispersed. So, so chronologically, Asar B'Tevis is the first one of the four Tanesim to commemorate the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. So we could maybe, perhaps, that could be an explanation of why Asar B'Tevis is more, could be more Chomer. Abu Raham says we learn compared to Yom Kippur. But, but, but 
even those other Mishnah who say it has the same dinam and doesn't change the din, but maybe Asar B'Tevis is more common sense because it was the beginning of the Tsar. Because once Nebuchadnezzar laid siege to Yerushalayim, and we know as it played out, that was the beginning of the end, so that was really the beginning of the end. That was the Aschalt of the Pernusa. So the Aschalt of the Pernusa could be worse. It could be an Adif. And maybe, and even today, we're fasting going to fast tomorrow on Friday, which we don't fast on the other Tainus. Just um, maybe a quirk of the calendar, but at least you, you feel more, that most like is more Chamer. But the word is, Asar B'tevis does have a certain stringency because it's the beginning of the, of the Puranas. And we asked, so then why? By Vayigash, between Vayigash, Vayichid, we said it was, the Parshish are, are Sassam, there's no break. Because it was Nistim when name Malim Mishnah Yisrael Mitzvah Sashibu from when Yaakov died. Even though the Torah didn't really start right, it was just the very very beginning. But because that's the point when Yaakov died, that's when it was basically fixed that the Torah was going to happen. So it's Naschal to the Pranusa. Since it's Naschal to the Pranusa, so maybe that's why then it's Nistim when name Malim Mishnah Yisrael Mitzvah Sashibu. But perhaps there's a, there's, a, there's a flip side to this as well. And with that, we can maybe answer the other Arabi because. Just like Abu Drahams says, we can compare Asar B'teves to Yom Kippur. What is Yom Kippur, though? Yom Kippur is a day, it's a fast day, but it's a day that brings out a Yeshua, right? It's the Kal Yisrael, it has a virus, and Yom Kippur, was the, you get a kapara on the virus, from the day itself, you get a kapara, forgiveness on those virus. The Gaulus, there's a purpose to the Gaulus. The punishment of the Gaulus, because Hashem sends us to the Gaulus, is not just to punish us, it's, 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 it's rehabilitative. It's a purpose we're supposed to grow from it. We're supposed to become better. And ultimately, reach the ultimate goal we're supposed to go, we're supposed to reach by, by, by virtue of the goals. We, we reach where we become who we're supposed to become, like we see the Pesukim in Sefer Tzvarim and throughout the Navi, right? But that, that's what's supposed to happen to us. That's what the Gaulist does. So if the Gaulist is similar to Yom Kippur, in a way, right? Because the Gaulist is, is supposed to make us better. It's a pain, it's a tsara, and it's a horrible. But by virtue of the Gaulist, we become better. We become a better nation. We become better people. And we become worthy of the Gula and the, and the, and the Yeshua that comes after the Gauls and what and the, ultimate, the ultimate wonderful life that comes afterwards that we're going to deserve based on what happens to us throughout the Gauls. So, and what was the first, what's the first of the, of the, of the Tanesim to commemorate the Gauls? That's Asar B'tavis. So, we, so it's an analogy of Asar B'tavis to Yom Kippur because just like Yom Kippur makes us better, the day itself makes us better, so the Gauls also it's making us better. And that may be what we see. And we ask the question, let's go back to the horror we asked in the Apostle. The Apostle says, it says, Yaakov got him in Sheva, but the Bnei Yisrael carried Yaakov of him. So the first we explained that we said that they be, we didn't say, sorry. He said, what the, the first we say, what is my Yisu Bnei Yisrael? The Bnei Yisrael over here is not referring to simply that they were the children of Yisrael. It means over here that they became the Bnei Yisrael. It's their name. It's the name of the nation. Why, did, why are we referencing them now? And, and that's highlighted by the fact that we switched from Yaakov to Bnei Yisrael, specifically, because we don't want, we're not just mentioning that they're Yaakov's children. They're the Bnei Yisrael, which is the name of a nation. Why did they have to become a nation now? They have to become a nation now, because now they're going into Gauls. And the only way, I think, this, this, you look in this corner, you'll see, the only way that they're going to survive in Gauls is if they're an Ummah, if they're a nation. As individuals, they can't survive in Gauls. They need to be a nation. They need to have a, a structure. They're, they're leaving their land. They're going into, into Gauls without having... A, uh, a, a cohesive thing called a nation, they would never survive. So they had to become the Bnei Yisrael. So, so that's found in the Pasuk, by Yaakov, Yaakov, Yaakov got up. And the Bnei Yisrael, that nation that's called the Bnei Yisrael, they carried Yaakov, who was their father. That, that's how that's how learning in the Pasuk. But if that's the case, you see them when they were going to Gaulus, they went into Gaulus, and by going into Gaulus, they became the Bnei Yisrael. It, it, it required that they became the Bnei Yisrael. So you see already that in this Pasuk, you see 
going into Gaulus brings something, brings something, makes you become something. Going into Gaulus, and there was a result of the Gaulus was they left Eretz Yisrael being the children of Yaakov, but they went down to Mitzrayim and they were the Bnei Yisrael. Because if they weren't the Bnei Yisrael, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have been able to get out. But because they became the Bnei Yisrael, they did get, they did get out of Gaulus. So you see that going into Gaulus brings you to, can bring you to new heights. It gives you the tools to become better and better. So just like we said, even though we said, Aschalt the Pranus Hadifus, Asar Batevis is a terrible day because it commemorates the, the, the terrible beginning, the beginning of a terrible time of Gaulus, but also, Asar Batevis is a day which carries with a great, in a sense, great, great skosim for Yisrael because it's the beginning of the Gaulus, and in that Gaulus, Yisrael is going to attain great miles. And, and uh, so, we show the to use, and not only it's not only Yisrael, every individual goes through Tzarek, goes their own individual Gaulus. You should take that, and we should just like Klayisol is going to take the Tzaras and the Gauls and make themselves greater. Every person who has a Tzara, no one should ever have a Tzara, but if they do, they should take that and, make, and use it and make themselves greater and become what they can really be.